Chapter 1 It started out as a normal, hot summer day at the Joyberg Orphanage. Annie August, who was ten years old, was giggling at her friend Lisa Gammon. Lisa's cat Tiffany, who always followed Lisa wherever she went, was spitting at Puddles the Poodle. Puddles belonged to Annie's seven-year-old brother Alex. Alex was hurrying from one end of the family room to the other as he tried to step in between Tiffany and Puddles but he had to keep leaping around as Tiffany jumped on the table where Koo, the dove with the broken wing, rested, and Alex's eight-year-old friend, Jamie Brent, was not helping matters. He was throwing the frog, Eggert, into the middle of the floor. Lisa was screaming as the frog hopped across the floor to get away from Alex and Tiffany. Annie was sitting on the floor, doubled over in laughter as Lisa jumped up on a chair because the frog was jumping towards her. Alex was calling out to Puddles comfortingly and also quietly ordering Tiffany not to hurt his pets. And Jamie was urging Tiffany to eat Koo the dove. It would have kept on being just like any other day if 12-year-old Andrew August and his friend Kurt Mayer had not stepped in just then. But they did. And because they did, nothing was quite the same afterwards. Andrew rolled his eyes and picked up the frog. Here, he said to Jamie, put him back in your pocket. Puddles, come here, boy. The poodle dashed across the room and leaped into Andrew's arms. Alex, take the dove off the table. You know you're not supposed to have her in the house. But she was lonely, Alex said as he picked up Koo. And Tiffany might have gotten her outside. Lisa, Andrew continued, why don't you keep Tiffany in your room or outside? Molly and Ted told you that you could keep her only if she doesn't bother the rest of us. By then, Lisa had stepped down from the chair. She frowned and tossed her head back, trying to look like a teenager, and scooped up Tiffany in her arms. The cat began purring right away. They're only our house parents. They can't take my own cat away from me. Annie jumped to her feet, asking, Did you get the comic books? Kurt has them, Andrew replied, but I don't think there's any collector's ones in them. Did you already look? Annie asked, disappointment in her voice. But half the fun of the grab bags is waiting to all look together. Andrew shrugged admitting kurt didn't want to wait but we only just took a quick look kurt was at the table by then opening up the bag of comic books he scattered them on the table the six kids crowded around pawing through the comic books but it only took a few moments to see that andrew had been right there were no collector comics among them well annie sighed at least we can read them here are some fairy tales who wants them kurt groaned isn't there any sports ones here Oh, here's one for you, Einstein, he laughed, handing a comic book about scientific experiments to Andrew. Cut it out, Andrew mumbled. I like sports as much as you do. No, you don't, Jamie cut in. You're awful at it. Doesn't mean I don't like sports, Andrew sighed. How come they never have any on fashions, Lisa asked impatiently. Because they're comic books, not magazines, Annie chuckled. Hey, look at this one. It's different. They're all different, Andrew murmured absentmindedly. The store guarantees no two alike. No, I mean, it's kind of strange. Look! As everyone glanced at the comic book Annie had laid on the coffee table, Annie added, See what I mean? It looks more like, I don't know, more real. It does, Andrew replied slowly. Almost three-dimensional, sort of, but not exactly. Wait a minute. Alex whispered in that kind of voice that always makes people listen and shiver. Look at the room. Everyone gasped as they stared around at the room. It was just as tall as normal, and it was just as wide. 
but it looked as if you could touch the back wall without even moving towards it. It's losing a dimension, Andrew murmured. Or is it? Glancing down at the comic book, he stared hard. The pictures on the page were looking more like the real world, and the real world was looking more like the comic book world. Stop it, Lisa cried out. Whatever you're doing, Jamie, just stop it right now. I'm not doing anything, Jamie snapped back, but something was happening. Now the room was looking just as tall, but not as wide as it used to. As the kids stared, the room grew narrower and narrower, and suddenly the walls were so close to them, they all had to squeeze together. And still the room grew narrower. No one could move. By now the room was gone, as if it had squeezed into a single line. 